What's up, guys? Another episode of Inside the Pylons. I am your host, Marcelo Unda. I'm going to do a couple things a little different this time around. First of all, I'm back. Um, decided to do the whole podcast thing again. Um, I know I like to talk, break down the Saints and everything that goes down throughout the season. Uh, this time around, I'm going to probably be doing some focusing on some fantasy football this year. Um, it's just a game that I enjoy playing. Um, I'm already doing all this amounts of research and I'm absorbing all this information. And I feel that it's just best for me to just express my thoughts and why I think this way. So um, that's something that I'll be doing this uh, leading up to the beginning of the season and probably break down some um, some players and things who uh, what I think will go happen for the rest of the season moving forward with fantasy football. I'll bring up the Saints and address some of those things as well. Um, so... Uh, that's something that I'll be looking to do in this season. So we'll kind of go ahead and start off the big news here today. Um, Kwan Alexander visits the New Orleans Saints, uh, which was expected in my opinion. Um, you know, any more depth that the Saints can bring, any veteran leadership is always good in my opinion. Uh, also, Kwan Alexander played really well for us last season. Um, I think the organization needs to do and make all efforts that they can to help improve the defense just because I feel like uh, the depth in, in most positions, uh, especially with linebacker, defensive tackle, and the cornerback position are all must-need addressed for the organization before training camp starts. Um, also, last week, the news with David Nanyamata was suspended for um, some sort of PED substance. He says he's not sure what it was. So... We'll make sure to check to see how long, uh, or they said it was a six-game suspension. Not sure if he would be able to appeal it where it would reduce it, but we'll just assume that he's gone for the first six games, which is going to hurt us. Um, there were some mentions of Geno Atkins, Kawan Short, or some available free agents for the D-tackle position. Um, those Both those players were injured last year. Both of those players have been cleared medically uh, from their doctors that they can p- continue to participate in football activities. So we'll see if they decided to bring somebody in to start a camp. Um, there's rumors about Xavier and Howard being traded. We'll see if that happens. I'm not sure if the Saints will pull the trigger on that one. After the news broke with Richard Sherman with his uh, legal ac- accusations that happened um, last week as well. Uh, but we'll see. You know, Right now, I think... For the Saints, it's just a matter of getting in the training camp and who the starting quarterback is going to be. So we'll see how that competition goes moving forward once they actually get into camp, they start competing against each other, maybe see some preseason games. It's still in the air. No one knows who's going to be. Um, if it's Taysom, I'm behind it. If it's Jameis, awesome. I'm behind it as well. So, And that's that really for the Saints organization. We'll see or for the Saints team. We'll see where it goes when training camp starts. Um, well, big news today in the fantasy football community. Uh, Cam Akers goes down with a torn Achilles. He was where kind of, where a lot of experts were assuming that you know he'd be a top 10, top 12 running back for the season. A lot of people were relying him as a number RB1. Um, also, as far as like expecting the possibility of him finishing as the um, as the number one running back throughout fantasy football. Now. I emphasize me doing this fantasy football stuff. I'm not expecting myself to be an expert or uh, anyone who does this data. Like, I don't have a spreadsheet that inputs anything like that. This is just my thoughts, my opinion, and what I think. So, um, I had Acres at 
running back 12, right around uh, behind Antonio Gibson, right in front of Najee Harris and PPR leagues. Uh, with the at, with now that he gets hurt, that means the next man up is Daryl Henderson. Now, Daryl Henderson was someone I really liked just because of the offensive scheme that Sean McVay likes to use. He also likes to use multiple running backs. So being able to have a piece of that Rams offense for the amount of the investment, he was going as running back 40, someone you can get much late in drafts, possibly in the ninth, 10th round. Now he starts to shoot up the boards. Now initially, before I look at my initial reaction and I looked at my rankings, I think I moved him up to about 35 from 40, which was right around the range. Okay, let me move him up to about David Johnson. David Johnson, the lead back, he doesn't have anyone really taking over his spot, someone who's going to be getting a lot of carries, probably get to a thousand yards, but limited upside and part of the Houston offense who's not going to score very much, so could limit the amount of opportunities for him to score. I was seeing on Twitter where people were willing to take him in the second round, maybe after the second round turn, um, maybe as a fourth round pick, and that's kind of like in that high-end tier running back two phase, so I was just like, I just don't see it, so I kind of just was doing some research on my own and just, okay, let's see if he gets this lead role. Um, to me, Daryl Henderson's not a back that's going to be able to take on the workload for a 20, uh, 20 to 25 carry uh, per game. Now, he can catch the football, which is good for those PPR games, you know, if, and especially if they're playing someone where the spread is big, where there's going to be a lot of points, maybe Arizona Cardinals, maybe the Seattle Seahawks, where they just check down to Henderson. Maybe they're down 10 in the fourth quarter, and they need to hurry up and score. That's going to be very good. But my concern is that, you know, how good is he going to be with running the football and how much is he going to be able to take on that workload? So, you know, after I started moving him up in my rankings. I finally I got him up to about running back 28, which was where I have Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert, I feel, is going to be the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, if he doesn't get hurt and he starts to play well, I think it's his backfield. But we'll see what happens. If he doesn't make this team, my rankings will adjust. That's just how it works. Um, I finally ended him up at running back 26. Some running backs I have in front of him that I would feel okay taking before Henderson. I kind of have him grouped up in a tier. So I have Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, Travis Etienne, Chase Edmonds, then Daryl Henderson, which makes him running back 26. If I look at my overall rankings, he's about in the 60 range, which is around a fifth or sixth round pick. Someone I'd be comfortable taking as my third, uh, my third running back, maybe a flex spot. The thing is, if you start taking him as your number two running back, now you're using a third and fourth round pick. That can be valuable elsewhere on your roster. You don't want to heavily invest in someone like that who may not absorb all that workload that we are expecting to be available now. So now I'm going to be doing some research on Xavier Jones, who's the undrafted free agent running back for the Rams that was that was on the roster last year. Where does this guy go now? What? But we'll see how good he is come training camp. And it's also possible that the Rams may bring a free agent once they get to training camp and see how they are. As of right now, they don't expect anyone to bring anyone else in. They feel comfortable with who they have in their in their running back room. So we'll just see how it goes once the season starts. But it's something to keep an eye on. Now, 
in my opinion, being seeing all the reactions um, that people were saying as far as where they would draft Henderson, I had someone tell me that they would be willing to take Henderson at running back 16, somewhere around DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, which I felt was just way too high. And I, and I like Dobbins. Like, I'm a Dobbins guy. I feel like he's going to have an excellent year, especially with the Ravens going moving forward. So, like I said, maybe, I mean, I, maybe I'm just not, like, I'm not really to make, I'm not ready to make that jump yet. I didn't want to overreact on the, on the first day. Um, but I, slowly I am moving him up. So let's see where he lies. Maybe they, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm in the position where we'll see. There's likely they're going to be somebody else in, and I don't know if Henderson can handle the entire workload himself throughout the game. So uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Do you think that they bring somebody else in, or is there something that I should really consider whenever it comes time to moving him up into maybe the top, my top 20, or my you know my 13 to 15 type running backs if that's where he's really going to be. I just feel like that when I'm making my roster on a redraft league that I could use, I could still get a good player at a different position of need and then also address the running back position later, um, but back on the, on other and deeper in the draft. So that's my, that would be my issue with that. Um, so, um, like I said, I'm going to try to think, including some fantasy football into this podcast and just basically sharing my thoughts and reactions to it. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you would like for me to discuss. Um, so in my opinion, Daryl Henderson is a sell. See what you can get for him. Try to see if you, and if you have him in dynasty, try to see what, what value you can get back in your investment. Cause really he was probably free. Didn't really cost you that much. Someone would be willing to take him, especially go to the acres owner. He just lost a running back for the season. He's going to need another one to go forward. See what you can get back in return and help out your team and roster construction that way. Uh, so that's basically it for this podcast. Let me know. I'll be happy to update you guys with any of my thoughts and advice. Thanks. Who dat?